Lakers lose 109 to 98 against the Brooklyn Nets. Lakers fall to uh, 22 and 8 on the season. Just seven more games left before the All Star break for the Lakers. The Brooklyn Nets are now 19 and 12. The experiment continues for the Nets, trying to figure things out. Uh, certainly had things going tonight, especially from the three point line. Uh, Lakers did not. Plus 30 for the Brooklyn Nets from the three point line. I do want to read off a, a quick tweet here. Uh, Mike Trudell. Um, Vogel said that team doctors confirmed the calf strain for Anthony Davis. He's going to be out four weeks. They want to be conservative and make sure it fully heals. So just keep that in mind as we go through this uh, postgame show. Um, coach is saying that uh, uh, Anthony Davis is going to be out for four weeks. We appreciate everybody tuning in here. Um, we'll take a couple calls. we got Lakers head coach Frank Vogel coming up uh, to just put this one kind of put the, summarize this game up. Not enough from the Lakers role players, number one. And defensively for the Lakers, once Brooklyn got going, it just kind of shows what a dangerous team this team can be uh, when – and it wasn't just James Harden and Kyrie. They had other guys that were stepping up, but it shows the firepower once KD does come back. Dennis Schroeder, we know. I mentioned this. Um, Dennis Schroeder does not play health and safety protocols. I thought that a, I thought that had a humongous impact in this game. And then the other thing that I want to point out, Lakers head coach Frank Vogel uh, did mention that Anthony Davis will be out for four weeks. Let me grab a quick call here. Uh, we got Joe in the Inland Empire. Joe, appreciate you calling in. Go ahead, bud. Hey, how you doing, Alan? Um, I just want to call you and just let's let's be real. You know, the past couple weeks, you know, we've been winning games, but the team has been struggling even without AD. We uh, can't, I can't lie, even during this game, it was like, First or second quarter, I text my boy, like, it looks like we kind of falling apart. You know, we've been struggling trying to get these wins and going to overtime, and now our players are getting hurt. Even Wesley Matthews, he banged his knee up, and uh, we finally got hit with COVID. We've been avoiding COVID all year, and now it seems like everything's starting to pile up. But I think we need to make some moves. I know we need to go get us a big still. I know you've been – tired of of everybody calling you and saying that every every that's game. all good i mean if, if that's how people feel that there's there's nothing wrong with that and i'm, I'm gonna hop yeah. in here real quick joe because i i do want to go to lakers head coach frank vogel um let me just say this sky's not falling everything will be fine know that two of your starters your second and your third best player did not play tonight you can have stretches like this this is 72 game season lakers are most concerned about being ready to go for the playoffs. So you're going to have games like this. This is a, it's a nice win for Brooklyn, but I don't think it's the end of the world for the Lakers. That's not me trying to make an excuse. That's just me being real with you. I really don't think it's the end of the world. 109-98, the final score. Let's go to uh, Lakers head coach Frank Vogel, get his thoughts on the Lakers' 11-point loss to the Nets. Hey, Frank, just wondered what you were seeing. Uh, the starting lineup, obviously, with Gasol, and they go small, then you adjust late in the second half and start the second half uh, with Keith. How, how did you see that play out in the different matchups? with Brooklyn and the unique way they play? Yeah, not not good enough. Um, you know, we thought they might start Jeff Green at the at the five, which, you know, uh, you know, creates some challenges in trying to slow down Harden and, and Kyrie. And, um, you know, I thought the, the group that finished the half had really good energy. Uh, so we just want to try to steal some of that momentum, you know, with, uh, with Keith in there at the five. Uh, I didn't want to put Alex in there um, because we needed Alex to, to run the point when Braun comes out. So, um, you know, not good enough, um, you know, but just, you know, situation where we're just trying something, you know, when we had some momentum going.
And Frank, when did you hear about Schroeder uh, not being able to go to the health and safety protocols and, and how did that impact rotation and the way you guys approached it? Yeah, well, uh, you know, we, I heard about it uh, right after I did media, I don't know, about an hour before the game. And, um, you know, obviously has a great impact. You know, he's one of our best on-ball defenders. Uh, I was really looking forward to the matchup with he and Kyrie uh, on both ends of the ball. And, um, you know, when you're playing against a switch everything defense, you know, Dennis's ability to, um, you know, break down his man and get in the, in the paint, you know, is, is more needed against an opponent like this than, uh, than anyone. So, um, you know, we, we, we definitely missed him. Uh, but we had plenty of firepower to get the job done. We just didn't play well enough. Dan? Frank, a uh, couple questions really quick. Do you have any um, idea as to how quickly Schroeder could be back? Uh, I, I don't know, uh, to be honest, right now. Um, I don't have an answer on that, right? I mean, I can't say anything with clarity how, how soon they'll be back. Okay. And then um, – Montrez only played, I think, like 15 minutes tonight um, on a night when you guys were a little offensively challenged, I would say. Um, why, why were his minutes so down? Well, we couldn't get anything going at the basket when, uh, when they, they matched up Jordan with him. And, um, you know, I just wanted a floor space to try to bring Jordan away from the basket because uh, we went on a big drought, um, you know, when we went to our second unit. Bill? Hey, Frank. Um, LeBron said after the last game that with AD out, everyone has to do more. And I'm wondering specifically with LeBron, what more looks like for him? And is there a, is there a line that is too much or are you at all being mindful of him not putting too much on his shoulders or do you just trust that he's done this enough in his career that he knows how to straddle that? Well, there's, there's a trust element for sure. Um, you know, but uh, he's got to play his game and when we got to find ways where, you know, where he can, um, impact the game, uh, you know, sort of uh, with less energy, you know, putting him at the elbow, putting him at the low post, you know, where he's not, you know, uh, running a, a million pick and rolls and, um, you know, just try to uh, manage it that way. But, you know, he, he's got a great feel for that. You, you know, if he needs a blow, he's going to get himself out, um, you know, or ask for a sub. And, um, you know, we're, we're looking at those, those types of ways uh, to within his minutes, um, you know, make sure he's not carrying too much of a load. And then, we'll, uh, and then Frank, a second question here. Um, did Anthony end up getting reevaluated back in LA and did anything new come out of um, his visit with team doctors? Yep, he, he was evaluated uh, tonight actually. And, um, you know, just confirmed a calf strain. Uh, he's gonna be out for four weeks. Um, we wanna try to put this uh, fully behind him and, um, you know, be conservative with it just, just to make sure that it's, it's fully healed before he's back. Hey, Frank, um, just with THT being such an outlier because of his youth, um, you know, it, it looks like right now he's going to get some more minutes depending on how, how long Dennis is out. Is, is this kind of a time where you give him a lot of string to, to kind of make mistakes on both ends? Uh, well, we're going to compete to win games. So if, if he's playing well, he'll, he'll be in there. Um, he's going to get an opportunity to be in there each night, uh, just like the rest of our guys. And, you know, if you play well within your minutes, your minutes grow, um, you know, so he's going to have those opportunities for sure. But we're, we're, we're competing to win games here. Dave. Frank, obviously uh, you've lost two out of the last three, but in the Denver game, wind out of your sails when Anthony goes down and then tonight you have the late scratch for, for Dennis. 
moving forward, how do you view this uh, challenge for your team? And is this something that can help you in the long run if you can weather uh, now this four week, I guess, period that, that you mentioned? Yeah, we'll weather it. And, uh, you know, all these experiences throughout a, co a course of a season uh, help your team grow. And, um, you know, this will be one of those, you know, there's going to be times where um, AD's out, where Bron is out, whether it's, you know, for games or for uh, stretches of the game. And, uh, you know, all those situations are, um, you know, learning moments, uh, opportunities to grow and figure out where the offense is going to be, uh, where, where it's going to come from. And, you know, continue to, you know, really lock in on our, our, our defensive execution, you know, because when that's done at a high level, um, you know, the offense gets easier and we get more transition points and, um, you know, but all these opportunities are, are, are chances to grow. Take a few more, BT. Hi, Frank. Um, what do you take out of this game when you don't have AD or Dennis playing? Uh, what we take out of it that, uh, you know, we got to be better. You know, we, we had plenty of firepower to win this basketball game tonight and um, didn't execute well enough offensively. Um, got to get a three-point shooting going. You know, we're just not shooting the ball well uh, as a team. You know, this is similar to the Denver game. We got outscored by 39 at the three-point line. Tonight we got outscored by 30, you know, and, um, you know, we got to generate better quality looks, continue to, to honor our work, and, um, you know, continue to give, give our guys you know, a green light and encouragement uh, to continue to, you know, try to get that, that piece going. It was really shooting the ball well out of the gates to start the season, and it's just falling off. Jovan? Hey, Frank, uh, you, you just kind of answered my question a little bit, but I was going to ask about the three-point shooting. Have you noticed the difference in the types of looks? Is it just as simple as you guys missing shots, or, or is there, you know, something more to that? Uh, we've we've uh, sort of uh, dove into this pretty deeply. Uh, we're still getting, a, a, you know, basically about the same amount of uh, open threes that we are getting earlier in the season. Uh, to start the season, we were shooting a little bit better than our expected average. And of late, we're shooting a lot lower than our expected average. So, um, you know, we'll continue to, to emphasize uh, working for shot quality and have our guys honor their work. And, um, you know, water will find its level. Last question, Rashawn. Hey, Coach, you talked about the, the execution offensively. There are times where it looked, looked a little stagnant in the half court. What did you attribute that to? Well, they have a unique def defensive uh, philosophy of switching everything, which, you know, there's there's plenty of holes to attack it. Um, you know, we just didn't um, we haven't played against it a lot with this year's team. And, um, you know, we didn't attack, attack it well enough, you know, so, um, you know, there's ways to exploit their switching. Uh, we didn't do it well enough. You know, we'll look at the tape uh, tonight and in the film room tomorrow and get better from it. All right, that's uh, Lakers head coach Frank Vogel right there. Obviously, the big news right there, it's not just that the Lakers lose tonight, 109.98. We do get an idea of how long Anthony Davis is going to be out for. He's going to be out for four weeks. So um, Lakers better get comfortable without Anthony Davis because uh, it's going to be a month before we see AD back in this Los Angeles Lakers lineup. Lakers trying to obviously be extremely conservative in regards to AD. Sedano, LZ, and Cap are giving away cash to register. Text the word MISSION. To 40705, then listen weekdays at 430 for your name to be announced. 
If you call back within 20 minutes, you win. Make sure you uh, tune in. Sedano, LZ, and Cap. Lakers lose to the Nets 109-98. to Coming up next, we'll take uh, more of your guys' phone calls, 877-710-ESPN. And I, I want to react to this timeline that uh, Coach Vogel just gave on Anthony Davis. We'll do that coming up next. This is the Pizza Hut Lakers postgame show on 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Wes Matthews flying to the rim, throws it outside. KCP's got it. KCP throws it left side. Marcus All over to Caruso. Caruso, top of the key, Matthews. Matthews dribbling, shovel pass to KCP, stolen by the Nets. KCP stole it back and laid it up and in. They took it from him, and he took it right back. 18-16, Lakers. Lakers on the defensive side of the ball, uh, seven steals for the Lakers, five block shots for the Lake Show. They did end up with 16 turnovers tonight. Um, the Brooklyn Nets had 13 turnovers, 109-98 the final score. The defensive play of the game is brought to you by Adriana's Insurance. Win and save on your auto insurance, and only Adriana's Insurance can guarantee it. We give you more options, unique offers, and exclusive opportunities to get the coverage you need at the best price. Visit SaveWithAdrianas.com today. Adriana's Insurance. More options, no contracts, just savings. Uh, phone number is 877-710-ESPN if you guys want to be a part of the Pizza Hut Lakers postgame show. I know we got to, uh, a couple callers waiting here. Um, before I get to those calls, I, I want to just follow up uh, real quick on what Coach Vogel said. So Coach gave an exact timeline. Now, um, whether this is conservative, I'm sure it, it could be a moving target. He said Anthony Davis, it's confirmed, the calf strain, he'll be out four weeks. Um, so what does four weeks mean? So right now we're sitting at February 18th, obviously March 18th. The second half of the schedule will come out hopefully sooner than later, but we know that March 10th will be the earliest that, that these new games start. When I say new games, as in the second half of the schedule comes out, so March 10th would be the earliest. So if we just played off that time frame, it means Anthony Davis would miss – the seven remaining games before the All-Star break, which is not a, a shocker by any stretch of the imagination. And then he would miss, let's say, another week after that. Okay, let's let's say that's another three to four games, something along those lines. Maybe things change. Maybe they're more conservative. They, they take their time. Even uh, uh, a more conservative approach, we'll have to just wait and see how uh, his rehab goes and, and how he's feeling in the next month or so. But I only mention that because... We'd be in about mid-March, a few days after mid-March. Playoffs this year won't start until May. There's plenty of time for the Lakers and Anthony Davis uh, to prep for the playoffs. The big question is just going to be how the Lakers, you know, are, are they playing good basketball? Are they able to keep themselves above water? You saw tonight without Dennis Schroeder, everything changed. 109-98, to you lose by 11. And the game, the outcome of the game was was not nearly as close as the score showed. Let me take a few calls before we uh, go to Wesley Matthews. Uh, let's go with Wayne in Manhattan Beach. What's going on, Wayne? Hey, Alan. Um, you know, 
tonight's result, it is what it is. I wasn't expecting much different given the situation. But uh, I talked to you a few nights ago, actually. What continues to really concern me is that this team's offense, and when I say offense, I mean their set offense, is kind of a smoking hole in the ground right now. I mean, there there's not any player movement. There's no ball movement. And they can't it's hit threes. Much, and Wayne, they can't they can't hit a, a, a jumper. I mean, from the three-point line, they're so inconsistent right now. Well, I, I get that, Alan, but what I'm saying to that is I think a lot of it is because they're they're just standing around. They're getting hurried threes. Mm-hmm. I know that Coach Vogel just said in the interview you played that they'd analyzed it and they were still getting open, but it seems to me like early in the season they were getting those, you know, penetrate, cut, dish to a guy who was catching the ball in rhythm, stroking the ball. Now they're running down the clock, they're going iso ball, and they're throwing it to guys who are having to hoist up shots with a guy closing or the shot clock going down. And, and, uh, Wayne, just, and Wayne, if you're, if you're saying too, by the way, I appreciate you calling in. It's, it's a fair point. If you're saying that offensively the Lakers are just not much of a flow, I, I cannot disagree with that. Um, they're not. And there are, you know, some of these threes that they are taking. When I say they're struggling from the three-point line, I'm not bringing that up as an excuse. I'm actually supporting your argument. I think there, um, you know, certainly can be better ways that the Lakers, the, the flow on offense goes. I think the Lakers are in for kind of a an interesting stretch here. You don't have Anthony Davis. Um, you're going to ask a lot of guys to step up on the offense and defensive side. We're going to find out, I think, a lot about the Lakers here Um and, and I'm not saying that, okay, in the time that Anthony Davis is out, the Lakers got to win 80% of their games. I'm just saying I'm I'm curious to see how the Lakers react to some of this adversity. Every team is going to have adversity. Lakers are getting it right now, and I, I've said this before, and uh, I, I don't think this is a shock or a surprise. You just got to be healthy for the playoffs. But there, there is a, a journey of this that obviously is going to be important as well. Let me take one more quick call before we go to uh, um, Wesley Matthews. Let's go to uh, Nathan in San Diego. What's going on, Nathan? What's going on, Alan? How you doing, man? Good, man. Appreciate you calling in. All right. So uh, that's exactly what I'm saying right now. So this is exactly what I'm saying. So here we are. And we have this entire like, – we're watching this entire Laker roster doing this whole thing today. And we've been told all day that this is the team that, you know, Rob – and don't get me wrong, all faith in Rob. I believe in Rob. All faith in Rob. But here we were today, here we have been for the last, what, like a couple of days, and Davis has been hurt, and it sucks to say he's hurt. But we have this whole, like, okay, we built this this bench mob. You know, we, we've seen Caruso say, and we've seen Ku uh, say, and we've seen uh, Trez say, the bench mob, the bench mob, the bench mob. And the bench mob was on this play tonight, but dude, we got work, bro. We yeah, we, had, like there was nothing. We got work, dude. And, and Today the bench, we got work. And Nathan and the bench, and I got to jump in here because I got to go to Wesley Matthews. Um, this wasn't a normal bench squad. Kuzma was supposed to be on the bench. Uh, Wesley Matthews was supposed to be on the bench as well. Dennis Schroeder and AD are supposed to start, so that does change a lot of things from that perspective. That's not to say Lakers didn't get outplayed. They got outplayed, so I don't want to. I don't want to make it sound like I'm making excuses, but it is the reality. Uh, Lakers lose 109-98. to Let's uh, let's take a listen to Wesley Matthews, get his thoughts on the 11-point loss um, to the Brooklyn Nets. Hey, Wesley. So Brooklyn made 18 threes tonight. They shot 46% from three-point range. 
when you hear that, do you say, you know, just take your hat off to them and say great shooting by them? Or on the other hand, do you say maybe we could defend it a little bit more differently? Uh, both. I mean, obviously they're a talented offensive team. Um, and protecting the three-point line is something that that, that uh, we we strive to to be great at. And um, they hit some tough ones, but at the same time, they hit a lot of open ones. Uh, so it was a little bit of both. Um, and uh, we just got to be better all the way around. We'll credit them. So Dennis was kind of a late uh, scratch. And, of course, you guys went without Anthony Davis. How much were those two guys missed tonight? I mean, they were definitely missed. Obviously, the, the unbelievable talents and, and key pieces, starters to this team. Um, but we have a lot of depth and, and guys can step up and make plays. Um, we didn't make enough plays tonight to to win the game. Um, and again, credit them. They made, like you said, 18 threes, 46 percent. Um, a lot of it's them, but a lot of it's us at the same time. So uh, beauty about the NBA is um, you got another one around the corner. So a little bit of history tonight out there with LeBron, only the third player ever to hit 35,000 points. What, what does that mean to you when you hear something like that? I mean, that's awesome. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable to be a part of. I mean, it's just a testament to him, you know, everything that he's done um, leading up to this point. You know, everybody sees the, the work that he puts in when the lights are on. But uh, the most impressive thing, you don't get 35,000 points just by showing up when the lights are on. You know, he, he his, his devotion to his body, his devotion to his mind, his devotion to his game, you know, over the whole duration of his life. Um, it's come to this point, and uh, we'd have loved to be able to do that on a win. Um, but you know, for him, amazing, uh, amazing feat, and you know, there's a lot more coming. Thanks, Wesley. Let's go to Kyle Goon. Oh, hey, Wes. Um, hey. Just collectively as a team, you guys have now kind of slid down into the bottom half of, of three-point shooting teams, and and obviously we're we're struggling a little bit from there tonight. What's sort of the collective mindset of, of the group and what do you think needs to advance for, for everybody to shoot a little bit better? We'll be better. I mean, we just got to shoot the ball. That's it. I turned down one um, that I probably could have shot. Um, I, I, we got to look at the tape. Here. But we just got to step into the shots, deliver the ball. Um, you know, Brian, for the most part, it's the one delivering the pass. So it's, it's on time, on target. We just got to let that thing fly. Um, shoot with confidence and uh, we'll get a rhythm. I mean, that's, that's, that's all it's about is rhythm. But um, the main thing is getting on the defensive end, making sure we can stop run outs, um, get in the paint, drive kicks, uh, just playing, just playing loose, playing free, um, but letting it start from the defensive end. I'm not, we're not worried about the shooting. Um, that'll come around. We got too many guys that can, that can fill it up from the three point line. And what key, please? Hey Wes, you said you say that you guys aren't concerned about the shooting, but it's you know this isn't the type of normal year where it's like okay, we need to get shots so we can go practice, or our legs are going to get better because we're going to have nights off and stuff like that. Um, how, how how do you kind of handle that in this type of a season? I I mean, well, it's pretty unprecedented, but um, you, you know how how do you kind of get through a shooting slump when the year is like this? Yeah, it's definitely tough, um, no question, because like you said, you can't go back into the gym and get extra reps. Um, limited practice times because of gym availability and, and what have you, but that's everybody. Everybody in the league is going through the same thing. Um, it's just a confidence thing. And when, when we're in the gym, when we got, when we got time and opportunity to be in there, you know, guys are in there, you know, it's never a lack of anybody working, it's just uh, putting it together, 
when it's time on the court. And, uh, you know, the shots will fall. Uh, this will be a little blip in the season that, that you guys will soon not write about anymore because the Lakers will be hot from the three and we'll start climbing the charts back again on three-point percentages and I'll be good. All right, we had time for one more here. Let's go to Claudia. Hey, Wesley. You have played James Harden before, and he looks unstoppable. What was the game plan for him? I mean, he's a talented offensive player. I mean, one of the best to ever play this game. Um, he does a lot of things well. I mean, he can get to the foul line, so obviously that's the number one thing you don't want to do. He makes contested shots. He wants to shoot contested shots, so it's a yin and a yang type uh, cat and mouse game. Can't give him the same look. Obviously, you got to watch your hands and all that, but... I mean, you just got to crowd a space, make him uncomfortable, try to speed him up a little bit. But it's a team defense. No one person's going to stop him. All right, that's uh, Wesley Matthews, Matthews right there talking about James Harden. 23 points and 11 assists for uh, for James Harden. When we come back, we'll get a chance to hear from Quinn Cook. We'll take more of your phone calls. Lakers lose to the Nets, 109-98. to This is the Pizza Hut Lakers postgame show on 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Lakers lose 109 to 98 against the Brooklyn Nets. They're 22 and 8 on the season. Head coach Frank Vogel did announce post game that Anthony Davis will miss the next four weeks for the Lakers. Points in the Paint all season long is sponsored by Vista Paint. Right now, local residents can take 40% off on factory direct high quality Vista Paint products. A Vista Paint team member will show you how locally owned, manufactured, and operated since 1956 Vista Paint. Lakers did. I mean, I know I keep uh, reiterating here that Brooklyn was plus 30 from the three-point line. Lakers were plus 22 points in the paint, 54 to 32. Obviously not enough. Um, Lakers got a, a lot of work to do, and it, it's going to be a quick turnaround. You got the Miami Heat coming um, this upcoming Saturday, and I know the Heat are sitting at 12 and 16 uh, or 12 and 17 on the season, but I, I almost don't think I don't think that record is fair. I, I want to say Jimmy Butler's already missed 10 games this year, so we know how key he is to the Miami Heat. Let me squeeze in one quick call before we go to Quinn Cook. Uh, Jay, who's listening on the app in Arkansas on the ESPN app. Jay, what's going on? Hey, what's going on, Alan? How you doing tonight? I'm doing okay, man. What do you think of the game? Man, all right. So I got a, two quick questions. Well, one for you. How do you think the uh, chemistry from last year versus the chemistry from this year is uh, affecting the overall performance of the team? And well, then, um, and, yep. uh, and then another one right quick so you can answer them both. And uh, what do you think of uh, Coach's, you know, rotation line, like, you know, his substitutions and stuff? Because uh, I feel like today Quinn Cook got more minutes than Markeith, and I feel like Markeith could uh, be a, a bigger impact player. So I appreciate you calling in, Jay. So let, let me answer those, and then we'll go to Quinn Cook. So real quick on the chemistry part. For the chemistry, I, I think it's still a work in progress. You know, last season um, there was – Incredible, incredible chemistry, right? I mean, just kind of think about uh, uh, Rajon Rondo, what he brings to the table. Danny Green, a veteran in this league. Uh, Avery Bradley, well-respected. Dwight Howard, JaVale McGee. I go down the list of guys that 
have been in this league for a long time that are champions and, and also brought a certain chemistry with them. I think what the Lakers have this season, they have more talent, and I'm talking about Dennis Schroeder and Montrez Harrell, um, but it's still a work in progress of, of, of the chemistry portion, and, and I think the Lakers will be fine. I, I don't think that's going to be an issue at any point um, this year, and I guess we'll find out better in the playoffs. As far as coaches' rotations, I think there are a few people upset that – uh, Montrez Harrell only played 15 minutes. Markeith Morris only played 10 minutes. I think there's a few people that are questioning why didn't those guys get more minutes. I think Lakers were completely thrown off with this Dennis Schroeder thing tonight. I really do. Uh, I was listening to Coach pregame. He was talking about how excited Dennis Schroeder is in this type of a game, the challenge to to guard Kyrie Irving, and then you got to replace Dennis Schroeder at 24 in the last game with Wesley Matthews. I mean, that's a significant blow to the Lakers. Um, 108-98, the final score. Appreciate everybody uh, that's called in. 877-710-ESPN if you want to be a part of the Pizza Hut Lakers postgame show. Uh, let's take a listen to Quinn Cook, get his uh, get his thoughts on the 11-point loss to the Nets. Um, Yeah, just because of how they play, um, switching everything. Um, you know, their wings running straight to the three. And obviously, you know, you got three of the best scorers in the league. On one team, obviously, no K tonight, but, uh, you know, um, they play a good brand of basketball. Obviously, you know, Steve was with Golden State the past couple of years, and, um, you know, we kind of all, you know, familiar with each other, with Dan Tony. And, um, yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're you know, one of, the, one of the best teams in the league for a reason. No, uh, Dennis, tonight, that was kind of a late announcement, and obviously no Anthony Davis. How much were those two guys missed this evening? I mean, obviously, AD. You know, MVP caliber player, um, top three player in the league. And then Dennis, you know, he's our engine. Um, you know, he, he he makes everything, you know, go with his pace and his defense. So he's the head of the snake. Um, to, to lose him right before the game, you know, against a team like that, um, you know, guys have to step up. But obviously, you know, with this, you know, COVID and protocol stuff, to, to lose him right before tip-off is definitely something that, uh, you know, we haven't dealt with. All season. I already asked about Brooklyn shooting. How about your shooting tonight as a team? Uh, you made eight threes, shot 27%. Kind of been sliding a little bit as a team behind the arc. How can you guys flip that around? Man, it's a law of averages. You know, we have the best playmaker in the world, you know, getting us shots. We have a lot, a lot of the best shooters in the world on this team. So law of averages, trust your work. Uh, you know, I remember last year we started off slow shooting and then we got hot. And as soon as we got to the bubble, you know, guys were struggling and we got hot at the right time. So, you know, it's the law of averages. You know, we're all pros. We all, you know, come in early, leave late, um, get our work in. And, uh, you know, it's the law of averages on this team. All right, Dan Wojcicki, please. Hey, Quinn, good to see you. Um, you're a guy, obviously, who um, talks to everybody on your team. You, you kind of know the, the sort of the vibe, I guess, for lack of a better term um it's going to be at least four weeks it sounds like till anthony's back who knows on dennis um how do you guys navigate this stretch without you know 40 percent of your starting lineup i mean it's, it's going to be tough because that's just you know two um, of our key guys but i mean i think that's the strength of this team i think we're the deepest team in the league from top to bottom and uh, guys will have to step up and uh obviously this year like you said uh, we have shoot around this morning uh, we're planning you know, with with Dennis and we get to the arena and now we know Dennis can't play. So it's been an intriguing year and we're not the only team who's faced it this year. I mean, Kevin got 
you know, told before the game he couldn't play one game, have to come off the bench for the first time in his career. Then he gets told during the game he can't play. So it's the new norm of the league. So you got to get ready, you know, for, for, for anything. And uh, especially guys who might not be in a rotation or guys who don't play a lot of minutes, you know, you never know. So um, um, I think we'll be fine. Um, obviously, you know, we'll miss those two guys a lot. But, uh, you know, guys have to step up. All right, and a reminder here, everybody, please do raise your hand if you have a question for Quinn. Let's go, go ahead and go to Kahari Jones. Hey, what's going on, Quinn? I wanted to ask you, just, just, just talking about this new norm, you know, how, how are guys navigating through that? You know, just not being able to get in the gym when you like and, and also just, you know, just adapting to, to, to the new process. What's going on? How, how are you guys navigating through that? Yeah, I mean, that's the toughest part. Uh, you know, we have a lot of gym rats on our team, guys who like to, you know, get in two hours before practice and, and get work in and come back at night. I'm on a road. You know, gym is gym time is very limited. So, um, and obviously, with we're playing every other day, we have an older team. We just won a championship with 70 days of rest. Um, you know, coaches and our organization have to you know function in us. You know, stand off our feet. So uh, our workload isn't a lot. You know, um, we don't really have a lot of time to really get our work in. Um, so that's been the toughest part. But, uh, you know, um, when we're in the gym for the two, three hours, you know, all of us go hard. All of us try to get as much work as possible. And uh, like I said, it's the new norm. Um, but, uh, you know, hopefully things will start changing soon. But until then, we got to just keep, you know, um, getting our work in and living the time that we have. Kyle Goon, please. Hey, Quinn. Uh, obviously, KD's one of your good friends. Um, you know, since this year has has gone on, have you been keeping close track of the Nets? Do you guys talk about each other's teams, or is there maybe more radio silence between you guys now that you're on other sides of the line here? Nah, man, we talk a lot probably every other day still. Um, I mean, he watches us. I watch them. So, uh, you know, we don't really talk in depth about um, each team. You know, we kind of know on what's going on, but – we still talk every other day, um, just about everything else. But you know what's going on. We're kind of our escape. So uh, you know, just just to see him back doing what he's doing, it's been a pleasure. And he always tells me to stay ready. You know, he always builds me up. Um, you know, he knows I belong in his league. So um, we're always building each other up and, and keeping each other um, and, and engaged in what's going on in our lives. And you know, he, he's been there for me my whole life. I've been there for him. So um, still stay in touch. And uh, I'm just. Happy he's back, you know, doing what he loves. All right, that is uh, Quinn Cook right there. Lakers lose 109-98 to against the Brooklyn Nets. My hope is is when we do get the second half of the schedule and Lakers will have a game against the Brooklyn Nets, um, that it's a game towards the end of the season so we can see Kevin Durant and Anthony Davis and Dennis Schroeder and some of these other players so that both teams are in full strength. Uh, but tonight, give uh, give the Brooklyn Nets credit. They deserve the 11-point win and uh, they handle the Lakers at Staples Center. When we come back, the king, LBJ, LeBron James, who statistically was great tonight, but not enough help from uh, some of his teammates. He had 32 points, 8 rebounds, 7 assists, 14 to 23 from the field. LBJ is coming up next. Stay right here. This is the Pizza Hut Lakers postgame show on 710 ESPN. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. 109-98, Lakers lose to the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, LeBron, 32 points. Kuzma had 16 points and 10 rebounds. Only Montrez Harrell was the other Lakers scored in double figures. He had 10 points and three rebounds in just 15 minutes of play, and it wasn't uh, it wasn't a typical Montrez night. It wasn't a typical Lakers night, to be honest with you. And a lot of shuffling at the last second for the Lakers. Um, Dennis Schroeder gets uh, is part of the health and safety protocols. Didn't get to play tonight. Lakers tried starting Markeith Morris in the second half. He ended up with 10 minutes and zero points. So um, a lot of question marks for the Lakers in this specific game. The good news is you got another game coming up against the Miami Heat coming up on Saturday, and you could get back into some type of rhythm, hopefully with Dennis Schroeder. We'll have to wait and see. Nobody, uh, No word yet on, uh, on Dennis Schroeder. Um, the King, LeBron James. Let's get his thoughts on the Lakers' 11-point loss and how they bounce back this Saturday. Hey, LeBron, Frank said that you found out about Schroeder not playing about an hour before and uh, obviously switched up some of the matchups but didn't want to use it as an excuse. Uh, how do you go about a game like that when you're trying to figure out the rotations, uh, and especially with the way that Brooklyn plays? Um, I mean, it's just next man up. And, uh, you know, whoever number was called, we just got to pick each other up. Obviously, you know, missing, you know, already with missing AD and, you know, then our starting point guard and Dennis, a big blow for us, but you know, listen, they're, they're missing some. They're missing a big piece of their their team as well. We just just didn't play, you know, to our capabilities tonight. Uh, but give them credit. What have you seen with the three point shooting and just the shooting in general for your team the last couple of weeks? Is there some consistent theme with it that you've noticed, LeBron? No, uh, I mean uh, some of the quality of shots that we're getting, um, but more importantly, we just you know step into them with confidence, and knock them down. Obviously, um, you know, we want to get better quality shots. We want to get the ball into the interior and 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 swing the ball and. And move the ball. Um, that that helps. So, um, but we got you know we had some really good luck. Some of them just ain't went down for us. Dave, well, Ron, how can a stretch of adversity help help a team prep for all the the challenges that could be in store in a postseason? Obviously, you guys are um, been pretty uh, open about wanting to defend the championship. Um, so you have your eyes on, on the postseason. Um, well, I mean, coming into the season, we already knew it was going to be a challenge just from the protocol itself, the, the, the you know, the virus is still going on and everything that, that goes with that. So you already knew it was going to be a challenge coming into the season. So, you know, it shouldn't it shouldn't be a surprise when you get with some adversity. I think adversity builds character and it's how you handle it. So um, nothing changes for me. Dan. Hey, LeBron, you say nothing changes. I won't ask you if you have a different opinion about the All-Star game now that you're a starter or not. Um, but but I think in ter- in terms of tonight, um, when when you play a team and you're this shorthanded and stuff, it, does it still even register as as a measuring stick game, or is it just a a push, move on, flush it, and just go to the next? No, it's never a move on, flush it. No, not for me. You know, I, I'm definitely going to rewatch the game and see ways we could have got better. Better we could have got better shots, not turn the ball over. See ways we could have got better stops. Some of the breakdowns that we had defensively. So um, it's never a flush it for me. Um, you know, and, um, you know, it's, you know, I don't think, you know, you don't look at too many games during the season when you have a measuring stick, but also when you, when you do, you want to be full, you know, and, and they weren't full as well. So uh, you don't really know how to go about that, but, you know, you can always find ways to get better no matter who's in the lineup.
Bill? Hey, LeBron. Uh, you said after the game the other night that you know everyone needs to do more with AD out. I'm wondering what does that mean for you when, and, and especially with, De- if, with however long Dennis is going to be out as well. And then when you look at now uh, with AD going to be out for four weeks, you know, you're going to have the all-star game. You're not going to have the break you were looking toward. What, what are these next four weeks going to be like for you? I really haven't even thought that far, to be honest, Bill. Um, you know, I'm taking it day by day. Um, we play every other day, so I, I don't have the opportunity to look four weeks ahead. It's just not – it wouldn't be adequate for myself or for our ball club. Um, I have to stay in the moment. Um, I'm starting to prepare myself already to, um, you know, get ready for Saturday's matchup with Miami and, um, you know, just keep my, you know, keep my focus that way. Um, you know, stay low and keep firing. So um, I, I have not even thought that far down. Um uh, of what it looks like four weeks from now. Kyle. Hey, LeBron. Um, just about that matchup with Miami. Um, I know nothing about this timeline of the season makes any sense, really. But uh, does having that matchup just a couple months removed uh, with, with those guys kind of give you any reflection? Does it bring you back to the finals? Does it just kind of reinforce how quick this all has been? No, not really. Um, it's just, you know, it's a different different scenario, different environment, you know. Um, well, I mean, obviously we were in a bubble in Orlando and now we're back in, you know, in our region, um, you know, being in L.A. Um, at Staples Center, but without our fans. Um, so, um, you know, it, it'd be, I don't want to say it'd be good, but it, you'll, it'd be with familiar faces to see them again um, in short, such a short uh, period of time. But um, as far as the memories and things of that nature, going back to, you know, our battle with them in the finals, um, I don't think that'll come up to me. Um, you know, uh, too much uh, throughout the game. Hey, LeBron. Um, you became the, the third player in NBA history to score 35,000 points uh, tonight, joining uh, Kareem and, and Carl Malone. I'm just curious what you uh, think of that accomplishment. Um, I mean, it's the same answer for me. Uh, first of all, I'm, I'm very humbled and, um, and very grateful to be a part of such a, a great league. and. I love to do uh, what I, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a privilege to do what I love to do, and that's to play the game of basketball, continue to inspire the youth. And um, for me to be linked uh, with some of the greats that ever played this game, um, it's always an honor. And um, you know, I just, I've always just want to go out there and, uh, you know, play the game the right way, um, you know, inspire my teammates and, um, and inspire people that watch me and, um, and just try to be as good as I can be every single night, you know, and uh, not really put a ceiling on, on my ability or put a ceiling on, on what I can do as far as this game. Um, I've uh, had some pretty good moments, and uh, I'm very thankful for that. We'll take two more. Rashawn. Hey, LeBron. Uh, Coach Vogel talked about uh, the Nets playing some types of defense that you guys hadn't really seen before this season. Um, what, what were some of the challenges uh, that they presented on the defensive end tonight? Um, well, I mean, just like no other team this year, they, they pretty much switch uh, – uh, switch everything, switch pin downs, switch pick and rolls, uh, switch like like sizes. Some sometimes they stay home, um, you know, with some of their different schemes. They have some different personnel that they will stay home on things of that nature and play some more traditional coverages. But um, something that I, I, I've seen before. Um, um, so, um, you know, it wasn't, you know, too challenging for me. Um, but, you know, it's, it's their defense and, and they try to you know, get you to play a lot of ISO ball. They try to get you to, you know, not move the ball and not move bodies. Um, and they did a good job of that tonight. All right, we'll wrap with Rachel Nichols, please. Hey, LeBron, I just wanted to follow up on your experience with AD being on the sideline. 
you guys are so close and have such a great chemistry and rapport on court. Are there moments where you find yourself kind of instinctively looking for him, but he's not out there? Is there anything about your routine around the game that changes with him on the sideline? No, nah, nothing changes for us. Um, you know, he's, he has to do right now. He's doing exactly what he needs to do to get himself back into uh, um, into into the best uh, health that he can be in. And, uh, you know, he has an injury that he can't uh, mess around with too much. And, uh, and as an organization, as his teammates and me, as his brother, I, you know, he has our full support. So um, take his time um, as much as he need, um, you know. And when I go to the sideline, we're talking about the game, that possession, uh, you know, that half, that quarter, what, you, what can I do better? Um, is he see something I could have done better, see some things that we could have did better? Because uh, he's still a big extension of our team, even if he's not in uniform. So um, nothing changes, though. All right, that's uh, LBJ right there. LeBron James, 109-98, the final score. Lakers lose to the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, we'll have to wait and see if Dennis Schroeder, how long he'll be out for. He's out now for health and safety protocols. We know Anthony Davis is going to be out for the next four weeks for the Lakers. So um, I do want to just uh, promote the next game for the Lakers here real quick. Lakers heat this Saturday. So obviously this is a rematch of the NBA Finals back in the Orlando bubble. Miami, if you just look at their record, they're 12-17. and 17. You would think, okay, you know what, this is uh, Miami's uh, an awful team this year. That's not really the case. I don't think it tells the full story. I want to say Jimmy Butler has missed at least 10, 12 games, something along those lines. We know how important he is to the Miami Heat. So uh, they had a game tonight against the Sacramento Kings. I want to read off something because you don't see this all the time. You had six guys scoring double figures. Um, Tyler Hero had 27. Uh, Jimmy Butler had a triple-double, his third straight. Um, Bam Adebayo had a triple-double, 16, 12, and 10. Kelly Olynyk had 22. Duncan Robinson had 20. I mean, they, they had a ton of guys contribute tonight. So we'll see if Miami's starting to kind of get into a groove, whatever the case is. But Lakers will have their chance to get back on track against the Miami Heat uh, this upcoming Saturday. Only seven games left before the All-Star break for the Lakers. So... I think there's uh, a curiosity of how the Lakers are going to finish off, um, you know, obviously the remaining uh, remaining games that they have. They're 1-1 one and one since they lost to Anthony Davis, and it's going to be a little bit of time before we see AD back. And um, the big question is going to be, are there going to be other players other than LeBron James who can step up on a consistent basis for the Lakers? We'll have to wait and see. Lakers taking on the Miami Heat this upcoming Saturday. Don't forget, tomorrow morning, starting at 5 a.m., Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin, and Travis. I do have a show tomorrow night as well from 7 to 9. Appreciate you guys tuning in. This is the Pizza Hut Lakers postgame show on 710 ESPN.